0: Welcome to SICCAST, brought to you by SICC Research Institute, illuminating every path.
1: My name is Jasleen Gore, and I'm a researcher at Sikri. And I'm joined here today by Ivraj Singh to talk about Siddhik for our Siddhik Impact series. Guru Raj, how are you?
0: Uh Guru Fateh, just laying. I'm doing good yourself.
1: I'm doing well. I'm excited. Um I think if we can just jump into it. Um, can you just like tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, where you're from, um, and what your like civic history is, like what track history you have at Civic?
0: Yeah, definitely. Um so. Hello everyone, my name is Avraj Singh. Uh, my day job is that I am a software engineer. Um I was born and raised in Madison, Wisconsin. So um probably one of the more defining features of you know my personal SIC experience has been growing up in the Midwest. Um and yeah, the 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 first time I attended Siddhic was actually um the virtual event that got held during COVID. I think it may have been like 2019 or 2020. Um But then the first time I went in person was just this last summer in 2022.
1: Great. And what track did you end up taking?
0: Yeah, and I took uh, Saki 101.
1: Okay. And why? I know you have like a little bit of an interesting history. So I'm not going to ask you why you chose the track. But Mm -hmm. maybe um, what about the track appealed to you once you started um, would be a better
0: I think, uh, you know, oftentimes as like a a Sikh growing up in America, it's it's very difficult to feel like, oh, I know enough about Sikhi. Um, You know, I personally came from the Wisconsin area. So fortunately, we had a Gurdwara near us where we were growing up. We would go to classes there. You know, we'd go to some camps here and there across um, the country. And, you know, you kind of, uh, you know, take in information by osmosis. But at no point do you ever feel like, okay, sweet. I got the foundational knowledge I need to know to embark on my sick journey. So um, what I loved about Sikhi 101 was just how comprehensive the track was. I mean, we just covered so much material during the two weeks. Um, and another incredible thing about the course was the approach that the presenters had in, in trying to give a very comprehensive, perspective you know presenters were very open about like hey you know this is our perspective on a particular issue but here are some other perspectives you might consider that you know other six uh in the month might might bring forward so uh you know i loved how comprehensive it was not just from like the amount of content it covered but also from like the honesty which a lot of presenters had about like the the different perspectives that other six might bring up as you talk about certain issues
1: yeah, that's interesting because I've heard from some people who have, like, not even started their sick journeys, who've come to Zidik, that, like, that was the reason why they came. And then other people who, like, I don't know how else to put this other than to put it as, like, people who have, like, religious baggage or, like, they have a particular practice, they have particular beliefs, they come from a particular sort of sub-tradition of, like, how they do their Sikhi, and they come and so much of, it, of like the process for them that might be like a little bit painful is like dealing with the understanding that there are different perspectives. So it's like an interesting sort of environment in which like you get what you need, I think. And so like we've had years where we have a lot of people who have never like touched the Guru Granth Sahib, like have never felt empowered to like sit behind the Guru Granth Sahib and like literally touch it. And we've had years where we've had a lot of people who like really feel comfortable in their practice, but maybe haven't had to have conversations with people who like disagree with them. Um, And I think that's Mm. true for everyone. Like I think Civic does a good job of kind of, sort of, yeah, making you be a little bit more compassionate than maybe you otherwise would be in other situations. Um, And you are interacting with a lot of different people who come from like different Understandings of their key in different places in their own journeys. So I think that that really resonates with me what you said. Um, yeah. Mm,
0: yeah. Well, building off of that, like I think one of the kind of more unique aspects of Siddik that you don't really get at a lot of other camps or conferences is that diversity of, of the buns representation. Because you know, I, you know, my sisters and I we went to a couple camps growing up. Um, But, you know, normally you'll find at a lot of these camps is that there's a particular vibe, a particular perspective, Um, you know, sometimes it's not even intentional, you know, it's just a consequence of, you know, the, the demographics of what Sangat members come to certain camps. Um, But the thing you do lose out on is the appreciation of the diversity of perspectives, the appreciation for the diversity of approaches in in Sikhi, so. I think, you know, a lot of people might look at Siddiqua and say like, oh, wow, there's like, you know, uh, a 3HO sick from Mexico and then an Hung Sing from like Toronto. Like, wh- how is that conversation going to go? Um, but that's actually the strength of Siddiqua is, you know, you'd assume that that would be a, a contentious situation or you assume that people won't agree. But actually what was very really inspiring is seeing, you know, such diverse uh sick backgrounds come in a lot of people are actually having like very constructive conversations um and yeah like it was just like a, a piece of learning that you just cannot get at other camps or other spaces
1: hmm. yeah that's yeah i've seen that too <laughs> um, yeah i think uh okay so like backtracking a little bit because i did talk to your sister yesterday and so i we talked a little bit about like the process that a lot of people go through of like trying to convince themselves to even like fill out the application and i know you're two different people so maybe you didn't struggle with that but like what what made you decide to apply ultimately and what was kind of going through your head beforehand and maybe like maybe even like leading up to civic because for me it was like a lot of anxiety but um yeah i just wanted to ask that
0: yeah yeah um (laughs) <laughs> yeah, there were days where Samarjit with Samarjit, you know, my sister, um, would be like, oh my God, I'm too nervous. I'm not going to do it. And I would like literally have to sit her down and be like, just, just fill out the app, just send it. What's the worst thing that could happen? They'll just tell you to apply again next year. Um, for myself, I didn't have a lot of uh, uh, nervousness around whether I should apply. I think for me, kind of at the time in my life, yeah, I was based out of LA at the time I applied um, and there are you know, a fair number of SICKs out there. Um, But I definitely felt like I was missing a Sangat that, you know, I could talk to and explore, you know, my SICK with. And that's kind of like what I was looking to get out of SYNDAQ. So that's, that's why I applied. I I didn't feel too nervous about the actual application process. It was a lengthy, but you know, um, just went through with it, sent it in and uh, uh, yeah, heard back. (laughs)
1: okay all right so you were nervous that's fine (laughs) but okay so then I guess what did you expect you would get out of it and was there anything that like was unexpected about that experience because I'm thinking about I guess when, when I went the second time I was 22 so I was younger than you were when you came but like I think I was expecting more of a quote unquote camp environment, even though I didn't really grow up going to camps at all. Um, And even though like it's constantly said, like Civic is not a camp, it's a leadership um, retreat, I think I still was worried about that kind of um, sort of like more didactic way of interacting with Sikki, of like, this is the way it is. And like, what do you know? Like, I thought somebody would look at me and be like, what do you know? (laughs) Um, Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I had that expectation of it being kind of um, like a competitive and sort of tense environment for some reason. And I think probably a lot of that was just because I was dealing with my own like, like struggling with like belonging and things like that. But yeah, I guess like what, it doesn't have to be as extreme as it was for me, but like, what were you expecting and what was maybe surprising? About the experience once you were there.
0: Yeah. So. Um, well, it's funny how you say, like, the age you applied kind of influenced what you expected. So I, I went for the first time when I was either 25 or 26. Um, and I actually kind of expected almost like a more conference like mm-hmm. sort of setup. More people would be, you know, networking or something like that. So I, I think maybe just given my age. That's kind of what I assumed going in. Um, but uh, what uh, kind of surprised me about the setup? Well, you know, there was a lot of workshops, a lot of classes, those those I did expect. What I did not expect is the amount of growth and learning that happened in the off hours. Mm. Um, so just sitting around in the longer hall talking from, talking to six from like very different walks of life or, you know, late night jam sessions in the Devon hall or something like that, learning from people different uh styles of kirtan, for example. Mm-hmm. Um all of that stuff I, I didn't really expect because I kind of had this image of like, oh, it's gonna be a conference. We're gonna sit in the workshops and then, you know, we're gonna exchange contact infos and, you know, just be you know, kind of the sanitized, more professional sort of thing. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's an interesting because I think I also, and maybe it's because I'm like a, a little bit more. Um, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not super like open. I think when I first meet new people, and so I think I also was kind of like, I'm gonna see these people, and I'm never gonna talk to them again, <laughs> and like, mm,
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. certainly nothing
1: <laughs> is gonna happen that's gonna like make me have any <laughs> kind of community that comes out of this. And every single year, whether I've been at Civic so like, as a civicer or as a TA or as a facilitator. I always find like a couple more people who like get added to that larger Sangit. And like, I watched so many people leave Siddik with like friends that they end up like traveling with friends that they end up like becoming super close to. And like all these other discussions come out of that. Like we have the Gurbani Bajar discussion that happened this year where like people are just getting together to talk about Barney because they like want to, right? Like that kind of stuff, I think you don't necessarily expect because it's not like written on the website, <laughs> but it's like
0: that's, right, the right.
1: Most, that's the most kind of life-changing thing because we talk so much about Sangip, and I think a lot of times we talk about Sangeet and we don't really know what it is we're talking about. Um, and we just think like sangat is just like other six like any old sikh will do, and we'll just get, to get <laughs> it. And, like, and that's and it's like, well, is your sangat compassionate? Is your sangat non-judgmental? Is your sangat like, are these people that you feel like you can be vulnerable with? Like these are all things that maybe we think we can't find, or we don't know that that's like something that's possible. Um, and I just find that like that happens every year where I'm like watching people form these like smaller sangats uh that they just carry with them and it's really lovely to see and like i've personally experienced that so that's really yeah that's a really good way to put it um mm. yeah i think i guess like sort of going off of that what <laughs> i don't i said this yesterday but like what is a core memory of civic for you like it doesn't have to be in the classroom it can be outside of the classroom i think simi said stargazing. um that's pretty up there for me too. But just like some something that like comes to mind when you think of this past summer, uh, and your experience there.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I think um, well, stargazing is definitely up there. That was a, that was a favorite. Um, when I think of civic, probably the first memory that comes to me is actually my Santia sessions. Hmm. So my TA was Vineet, Banji, and. Um, it was absolutely incredible. Sorry, so so uh, you know, for context, I was in the Saki 101 track. Part of Saki 101 is doing a in-depth reading of Asakivar. and we break out into these small groups doing Santhya sessions to practice both, you know, proper pronunciation as well as just a real in-depth understanding of every single line. These groups are, you know, one TA usually like six or seven people. Um, and uh, what was most memorable about, memorable about these sessions is we had just such a diverse group of people coming in with like different pieces of understanding and being able to riff with them and ask honest questions. That, that was honestly one of the biggest things is just being able to ask questions uh, in an environment where you know someone's not kind of whip their head around and be like, "What? You don't know that?" Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, just having so many fond memories of, you know, laughing with that Santhea session group while also growing, learning from them. Um, yeah, yeah, that's usually what I think about first when I think of Siddhik.
1: Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I know, I'm jealous that I never got to do Santhea with Vinit. <laughs> that would be, that would be. Um, okay, so going off of that, something that we talk about a lot when we talk about like the first week of Civic is that we say it's kind of a painful period of unlearning for a lot of Siddhikers. Um, and I wanted to ask you like what it is that maybe you felt like you had to unlearn in your time at civic, because I know for me, the year that I came to civic as a facilitator for the first time, I was super nervous and I missed my flight. And I ended up, um, staying with one of our volunteers who, um, where is it this thought? And we were talking about like, you know, public perception, perceptions of us based on our our physical appearances. And I had this thing in my head about like, based on the way I look, people will think I don't belong. And she was like, don't you think that that same exact issue is something that people like us deal with all the time too? Like when people look at somebody who has like a more visible external identity that is like sick, or they look at somebody and they're like visibly Amrithadi there are expectations that are put on them too and i was like oh like i just never had thought of it that way so i always like think about how it was really good that i missed my flight that year <laughs> because like in the civic the next day i saw so many people who were like visibly sick in the way that like would have intimidated me actually if i hadn't had that conversation with this particular person the night before and so For that year, like so much of my unlearning had to be like the same way that I don't want people like assuming things about me based on the way I look, assuming things about like my sick key. I didn't want to like assume things about other people based on the way that they look. You know, like it's, it feels very simple, but it actually did require a lot of kind of conscious um, effort. And so, yeah, I wanted to ask about what you experienced in that way? Like wh- what ways were you maybe challenged? What things did you have to kind of work through?
0: Mm. Yeah, I think probably the biggest thing I had to unlearn or deconstruct um, was this assumption around uh, discipline and rigidity um, mm. and spirituality. For myself, like I'm, I mean, my friends now, I'm a you know, rather logically oriented person Ask a lot of questions. Um, but for me, I kind of had this assumption that the more spiritual spiritual you are, the more rigid you are. You know, mm. you wake up at exactly Amrit Vela, you knock out all your um, you know, and you're just, you know, doing things by the book down the checklist. Mm. I mean, for me, Indie uh, Banji's sessions were actually the most mind blowing or eye opening because mm. I was like, oh, like this whole love thing is is very interesting I never gave that much thought Mm. um and it really kind of broke my perception of like oh well maybe it's maybe the way forward or the way to grow is not always to become more rigid and more disciplined sometimes you actually have to grow your mind in other ways Mm. um and what I realized is actually that that discipline or that rigidity, it's not necessarily what was more spiritual. It's just what I was familiar with. Hmm. It was my own assumptions about like what I need to do. Um, and lo and behold, like oftentimes you assume what you're good at is like the thing that is like the right way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like logical or more disciplined or rigid. So I'm like, oh, that must, you know, be the right way. Hmm. So yeah, no, Banji sessions on love and, you know, reading and interacting with a lot of Bainandlalji's Barney um was very very impactful and eye-opening for me. Yeah, um,
1: that's that's great. Yeah. It's funny because your sister said the same thing <laughs> in a in a different way. But I think the by nun law guzzles, now that they've been mentioned twice, I will just say like those are on the Sikri website. A plug for mm-hmm. a second podcast is Dhamanprit Singh and inikor's translations are on the website. Please listen to them if you haven't um yet. But those really stuck with a lot of people. And I think it's because there is such, um, such like unabashed intimacy in those poems that I think maybe we're not comfortable with and we're not familiar with. Um, And maybe it does have something to do with this idea of like rigidity or like this understanding that like, misunderstanding that like to be devoted means to be kind of like, I am devoted in this way and there it's kind of tamped down and there's nothing that's kind of um vulnerable in a way that feels like I mean Simi said this yesterday that feels like you're intruding um yeah and I hadn't ever heard them speak about those compositions in person so that was a that was a really like uh core memory for me at at Cithic as well so yeah that's a that's interesting um yeah, I guess I, my last question is kind of, um, I know I usually say like, how did Siddik change your life? But like, maybe instead, like what, what do you feel like you're still carrying with you from Siddik? And I I think what I've said before is like, we talk about like Shabbat chiseling us, we talk about like Shabbat working on us, we talk about like, these experiences continuing to change us in ways that we maybe don't necessarily actively see all the time. But now that we're almost a year out, which is crazy. Um, <laughs> what what do you feel like you've carried with you from civic and what makes you want to come mm. back?
0: Yeah, I think. Um, probably like the two big things I'm walking away from from Civic with are uh firstly just an appreciation for the diversity in Sikhi um I think you know like I said earlier growing up in the midwest you know you just don't see a lot of Sikhs um you know you might be out and about and you know you see one other Sikh and you're like oh my god like look I see a star um versus you know (laughs) we my sister and I were in Surrey for the first time and you know we're like Literally every yeah. block, we're like, oh my god, at a star! Oh, there's another star! Look at that BB! And like our mossy, who who lives there, had to be like, quiet down, you're embarrassing us. Um, <laughs> so just seeing that diversity and and appreciating that. And then the second thing I would say is like the Sangat that you you meet, like the friends you make. Um, you know, as a kid. Uh, you know oftentimes the first time you like hang out with other six as a kid can be very impactful uh in america because you know you want to be around mm. people who look like you and you know you finally meet people who look like you and your your mind is blown like oh my god there's like other six um but you know once you kind of get past that then you want like oh well i want to find people who actually not don't just look like me like you were saying earlier not just i just don't want any sick not any sick will do but you know i want someone who actually even shares my spiritual experiences, um, can interact with me, you know, and talk about Sikhi and explore Sikhi, um, like, uh, as a spiritual path. And that's like kind of probably the most incredible thing I'm walking away from Sikhi with like, not a week goes by where I don't, um, interact with friends I made at Sikhi, whether that be on a phone call or in a group chat and not a week goes by where we're not actually talking about Sikhi. Like, I mean, I'll have friends who are sending me shabbats. Um, I'll have friends who will be hopping on, you know, Gurbani Vachar uh, uh, Zoom calls and meetings. Um, So yeah, no, it's it's, it's been an incredible blessing to be able to, you know, have Sangat members that, you know, not only look like you, but like also share that spiritual path.
1: Yeah, that's great. That's a great, uh, that's a great answer. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, like, I know I'm a facilitator, but I do feel like every, every year that I like leave. Civic, I've like learned something new and then I continue to like learn from the people that, um, that have attended as civicers and from other facilitators of course, but like, I, it's just such a special thing. Um, yeah, I think that's all I have for you. Thank you for thank you for talking to me about your experience. I will probably see you this summer at Civic as well. Um, and for those of you who are listening, if you have any questions uh, or comments, feel free to email me at justline.core at sickkri.org uh, or check out slash civic and that's where you'll also find the application. Thank you again, Ivaraj. Yes
0: Of course no, it's my pleasure. You are listening to Sick Cast by Sick Research Institute, illuminating every path.